0: Welcome to the Ring Masters podcast, Chicago's most trusted source to educate, guide, and give you tips and advice for choosing and purchasing the right diamonds, custom engagement rings, and wedding bands. Here's our expert design chief, Kurosh Dineshkar, and our diamond experts, Mori Tafreshi and Terry Hanley. This podcast is brought to you by Chicago's own Wedding Bands and Company where we believe marriage is too important for ordinary jewelry.
1: One of the things you guys have to consider is to ask a father of the bride permission. And that's it's in very traditional. And uh, my advice uh, as somebody done this is absolutely necessary we have to see the situation if the father is not in her life you should see who's next in is it a uh, mom is her brother that's what i did i asked my brother-in-law and uh, my mother-in-law uh, to come to uh, breakfast for brunch and uh, we sat and we had a breakfast and I, I think they were feeling something first and I didn't rush to it from the beginning I, I just started a, um, a little bit of conversation uh, about how happy I am with uh, my uh, with their daughter and how she amazing is and changed my, and I feel so good about everything and after I, I told everything and I also talk about how I feel about their family and their, about her brother. After I said all of this thing and I, I said I want to add uh, something and I said I want to ask you guys if you give me permission to ask her and, uh, and then she started crying. So I think this is make uh, you guys a true gentleman to go ahead and ask. and. You have to see how your relationship is with her father. So try to maybe you you you're a little bit worried about this, but you try to be a, um, a make it very more softer and just uh, casually ask them to come out with you, go have a coffee or drink, and then you start you start talking a conversation, and then uh, you you're gonna bring it up, and that's absolutely. And make a credibility for you and make him so proud and this is as as a father uh, I, I I look forward to that day
2: and it's uh, it's important for me and um, so Yeah, it's, it, it is always an interesting conversation and through the many years of doing this. I certainly have come across enough uh, enough couples enough guys that that have have Ponder this as to needing to do it, not to do it, as to uh, how do I do it, all that kind of good stuff. So it is, everybody has a different relationship. Every family dynamics is very, very different. So, in by this point of the game, you more than likely are very familiar with her family's dynamics and her parents. Uh, and you, you've got to use a little bit of your judgment on it. If nothing more, it's just simply an expression of respect. To her family, uh, to her parents, to her family in general, and I, I think that's the most important thing. You're going to live with these people for the rest of your lives, my friends. So you know you want to you want to you want to set this you want to start off on the right foot, and it's always a terrific way to do it. Um, I only have two minor stories of where the father said no, but either situation was it no, no. It was always no, just not yet. I don't think you're ready yet. You're too young or whatever it might be. So, but generally the family's parents, the father's (coughs) parents, whomever, totally appreciate it and respect it. So it's a good step and something that if you feel the need to do it, I strongly recommend you step up and do it. Simple as that. Very good. Thank you. Morty, uh do you have any memory or something
1: you
3: can add to this yeah being 15 years in this business pretty much you have a lot of memories but then uh, again as terry said you all come back to respect that you're going to respect the tradition you're going to respect it her her family and then i've had a guy no no this guy about two three years ago he said i'm gonna take my father-in-law tonight and get him drunk and get the yes and i said make sure you don't do that because and he said i'm gonna record it you know, so he said, yes. I said, what, well, you have any doubts? And he said, no, I was just kidding. Okay. But they make sure they're sober, and then I'm sure they are, but then, then it all comes back in the respect that you pretty much you're doing it to your partner, you no know, more than you're doing it to her family or his family. So, uh, no, I've done it in my side, in my culture, but mine is a little bit different, I'm Persian. And I had to go, you know, that's part of the tradition. You go with your mom. You go to the people's family, you know, today. Parents and talk to them and get their permission while they're there. I mean, they're sitting right next to you. It's not like you, you're doing <laughs> it behind the back. So that's a more that's intense. That's, that's more long intense. Time yeah, yeah, that's, that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. That's so 20, right 23 years like ago. That no.
1: My niece, they already <laughs> had dates and they had, and then come say, hey, dad, I, yeah. he's going to come ask you. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so I this had this
3: like couple, it. that was the only couple in the last 15 years in this business that. Uh, they knew each other for less than uh, 24 hours, so they were married. <laughs> 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 but yes. then, other than that, they usually, you know, know each other. They uh, they go out to, you know, pro- probably about six months a year, and most most of my clients they're living together for at least a couple of years. Yeah. I guess that's the way that they get to know each other. So by that point, as Terry said, once you're gonna pop this question, you already know the answer. It's just a, you know, due, yeah, sure. due diligence out of respect. Yes. Restain
1: very good so uh, in part of this part is coming up is in this area is coming up what is gonna happen if you open the conversation on in some situation they offer you a diamond or engagement ring was in the family a family ring, piece uh, family yeah. piece uh-huh. which is it could be great a uh, way to start I want to say as a designer uh, it is to it, it is is two of it um, First of all, uh, it's as far as uh, it's gonna help you in finance situation. So because you don't have to purchase a diamond and you are getting something and you can take that to a jeweler or designer and build it or size it and make, make sure everything's good. But it's you have to understand this. There's we I had customer, they received two carat beautiful diamond which she, you know, was from the grandma and it was something beautiful and they receive in the family and they, right now, that is gonna be great for them to use that. And I had people, they receive a half a carat diamond which was uh, full of uh, inclusion and no sparkle, obviously. It's, It's, we can't do anything with it. So, I want to see this in right here, if you invest on the diamond, and you're getting a good diamond, which is gonna be a beautiful, high-quality GIA, and, you know, design-wise, uh, and you keep it for years in your family, someday, if this diamond is a good quality, someone else, including your son, your future nieces and nephew, can use it. So. No other purchases in your life is like that. If you're buying a, a, a car, is ten years is gone. You can't do that. Maybe your son wants to. Uh, you offer it to your son and says, "I'm not gonna drive this old car anymore." <laughs> so, but jewelry piece. If you buy a
2: good diamond, it is gonna become a family heirloom, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, okay. I mean in reality, is too. Let's the face facing the reality of the jewelry in general. This is about sentiment. Um, Everything is generally given for an event, for a purpose, for something monumental in everybody's lives. You know, a a engagement, a wedding, a birth of a child, so on and so forth. All of it's about sentiment. So, you know, when your great-grandmother's ring that went to your mother, your grandmother, and then to your mother, and now it's coming to you. I mean, that's cool stuff. Um, Now, Yes, inevitably, over the years, over the generations, you know, the the engagement rings that our grandmothers, your grandmothers received from your grandfathers probably were not of the caliber or the size or anywhere within the realm of what you are seeing your friends doing. So there is always that. And it is cool always, I think, to integrate it into. Um, I had one client not long ago where they had inherited one um, and it was a much older stone from probably the 1920s, a very old European cut, um, but it was a good size stone. So we literally took and had the stone recut and it came out absolutely spectacular. And they were just, they were thrilled uh, and and still wear it proudly and, and always go on about how cool it was that this was their great grandmother's stone, all that kind of stuff. So um, uh, it's it, there's a lot to be said for it. Don't limit yourself, though. Your your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents would want you to be happy with what you're wearing. So sometimes, you know, maybe take a piece like that and integrate it into the design or integrate it into something else, a a nice pendant or something else. Mm -hmm. Don't limit yourself because this is your ring. This is your engagement. This is your marriage. This is your life. So, So do what's right for you.
1: Actually, I want to add this recently I had a project which I designed a marquee ring with baguette on the side and this ring was amazing uh, We were in the process. This is two weeks ago and uh, we we were in the process of designing a perfect diamond e-color e uh, and beautiful marquee two carat with a baguette on the side platinum mounting everything was done designing production and he uh, from he decide to when he doing that process also ask a family uh, permission he he's, he told me after this I'm gonna go ask her father and then next meeting when he came to see a vax model uh, he told me uh, you know there is a ring from family they give me and they said this is from uh, her uh, her mom and she like to we can use those diamonds so uh, right away, I look at those diamond. All those diamond, they were not too old cut, but everything was uh, J color, like very very yellow. And I have everything in the design F color. So, and he says can we cooperate one of these diamond? And I said, well, if you really want to do that, what we can do, we can take one of those a small diamond and embed it inside it. Right? Right. So usually I I do that, and uh, if I uh, we engrave, for example, love. Instead of oh, we put a small uh, stone. diamond stone. Which, And that stone could be from that uh, family heirloom and that make this piece amazing. A connection. Wanna
2: it gives you a connection.
1: So he really liked the idea. We took one of the diamond and we uh, uh, used it on the design. And uh, one thing, uh, it's always, we, I love to see those family heirlooms. So if they offer you, uh, just bring it uh, bring it, and check with your jeweler uh, and ask them how is the quality. One of the best way to you can understand uh, where you are, you can ask them if I want to give this ring to you, how much credit I can get. Because this way, you know, if they're going to say, hey, uh, you know, I'm not interested, this is not something we can right. do, then you know, that's that's not something you, you want to present and if you hear they're gonna say yeah I'm not bad I can give you a couple thousand so right there you know if they're buying it for a couple thousand it has a more value if you want to purchase right. it so that's what you, uh, we can use uh, in the in the, your judgment so more uh, do you have go ahead um, I want I know you had some uh, experience with the diamond from family.
3: Yeah, I mean, experience. I always tell my clients that, uh, you know, the most important thing is you have to have the piece in your hand. Then we're going to talk about it because it has happened to me in the past that the client said, uh, you know, my grandmother said, I'm going to give you uh, my mom's ring. So, which is going to be great grandma's. So, so for the last 15, 20 years, the, the kid thinks that, you know, he thinks that it's like a two carat diamond. Right. You know, but then he keeps hearing it. And then when the time arrives, he said, okay, my grandma said, I'm gonna give it to you. I said, okay, go get it. And then we already designed the ring. He said, I like this ring. I want the head to be like this. And then it's gonna be in platinum. And then the father shipped the ring from Seattle, Washington. And then I opened the package and he said, 0. 0.25. It's a quarter carat diamond. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it, but that was a quite a big size for 1930 or 1940. But then that was a big diamond then. Right. I mean, again, as Corey said, we can use it and incorporate it in the diamond, use it as one of the side diamonds if the color clarity is okay, to match it and the rest of it we're gonna supply it. But then it's always, we build the ring around the center stone. So we have to know the shape, color, clarity, size. Then we go from there. We give you all the advices that how we're gonna approach the whole thing.
1: I had a client that he brought the diamond engagement and he said that this was her grandmother ring in the family, her grandmother and she loved this ring, she loved this diamond and it's two carat. He was excited, and he took it out, and right away told him, "This is too big, sir." And he was
3: yeah, saying, yeah, oh my <laughs> freaking <laughs> out.
2: <laughs> well, but, uh, again, you never know in history when that was changed out. You know, one of the uncles or somebody needed a little cash, and uh, got to <laughs> the like, jeweler and said, "Here, yeah. uh, let's trade this out for something." So, but outside. again,
1: we use we use as a positive. We measure the you know diameter of the diamond. Yeah, we try to get exact, similar Six. real diamond, Look, and then. Yeah. Of course, he's going to tell the story Yeah, understand. yeah. So always, always yeah, always uh, it's it's if you get offered through that conversation, when you go to ask a family host, here you are, if one of the benefit, if you go ask a family, maybe yeah. you get the diamond.
0: <laughs> I had also
3: another customer in the totally opposite direction that he said, he brought a stone. He had the stone and he said that, this is my grandmother's ring. And I look at it, I said, are you kidding me? That's not your grandmother's diamond. He goes, uh, no, no, I didn't know it either. Uh, no, it was given to my mom. My mom lost it, but the insurance value for it, it was high. So my mom, when I bought this one to replace it, ah, it was yeah. a 3.76 yeah. round diamond. Yeah. And then the guy keeps telling me, "Mori, are you sure if I give this, you know, my fiance is going to be okay with it? I say, if she's not okay with it, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. This is almost yeah. a four-carat diamond. I mean, what are you yeah. talking yeah, yeah. about? I mean, that's considerable.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh.
3: And he came a beautiful, beautiful <laughs>
1: So, and uh, so in, in this coming both sides. So yeah. you also can come, open a conversation with your mom, your aunt, your grandma, mm-hmm. and then you see pieces that are coming and yeah. they, they're gonna tell you, you know, you're my favorite grandchild. Yeah. And here you are, and we hope that diamond is a real diamond. It's not CZ, and it's a good quality. Why not? You can use it. That's exactly why people buy diamond because
2: mm-hmm. Well, be the s- stability, the it, stability. Will, it will always be what it is.
1: And uh, we know the stability of the price be controlled by De beer. De beer hold the market and make sure the diamond is not going to flood to the street. Mm-hmm. And is it, uh, make sure there is always demand and production that always match. Yeah. And that's, you know, there is they never going to you buy diamond and say oh you know they found a mine of diamond and there's going to be thousand of them in the market and your diamond not going to have value so that's always you see a market in last uh 50 years always is rising and going in very slow rate but always rising never never you're never gonna find a diamond event down even in when the uh, it
2: was uh, any recession so yeah yeah i think you know again and you know i don't again i don't think so much of this is the financial end of it i think it's again it is the sentimental aspect of it you know keep in mind too that the whole thing of marriage and weddings and all of what you're going through all of what you're contemplating doing it's all about getting that family support it's all about them stepping up and watching the two of you publicly declare your vows to one another this is this is all about the sentiment so so you know as to if 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 the ring is of caliber of something you want to use, something you want to wear, something that you can picture her wearing 40 years from now, 50 years from now, because it inevitably happens, um, and that she's going to still be comfortable with it at that point, yeah, then it's definitely worth considering. But again, you got to do what's right for you. Yeah, so kind of, you know, in consideration of all of this, and in in terms of our conversation regarding um, inheriting family pieces, family pieces coming your way, um um being offered to you for the engagement process and all so yeah so you know once you've kind of asked ask the folks or 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 someone within the family and they kind of step up and put something in front of you you know and and then you know then you, you've got to make those decisions again you you've been kind of watching her and and watching what what catches her attention in terms of styling and things along those lines. You um, have been probably hearing about her friend's rings and what she tends to be gravitating towards look-wise, design-wise. You know, so then you have to kind of make some decisions as to number one is, is what, is being offered to you, something that's going to work within within the, the, that, um, the uh, criteria of kind of what you think she's thinking, um, and uh, if so, that's terrific, and then you can kind of begin your steps in terms of, of looking at what that item is and what that item isn't. Um, you uh, Again, those are decisions that, you, that you've got to make and you've got to make about her and about what's going to be um, appreciated. Um, Looking, you know, considering what it is, again, I wouldn't be so much focused on the value of it as much as the sentiment in what's important to you and what you think will be important to her. You know, we live in a very different world today than than our grandparents did or our parents did um, in terms of double house professional double income households and things like that it's just a very different market than it was 30 years ago or 50 years ago and and so your standards are very different than what your folks were so you know the sentiment is important there's always ways for us to work these family pieces into pieces um, you know, if it is something of caliber, then definitely consider it. Definitely, definitely contemplate the possibilities of utilizing it. Don't don't feel forced to though. Make those decisions on your own. But we can always kind of work with them, look at them, and play with them, and kind of walk you through the process. Um, okay, you know what? What in reality is this, and what in reality can be done with this? And you have to ask the question, is is this in reality something she is gonna love and cherish and want to wear and pass down to your children? Because again, that's what this is all about.
1: One other thing in those conversation, when you go to, uh, as a family, uh, permission is gonna come out, is a family jeweler. <laughs>
2: so oh, yes.
1: you are gonna hear that, uh, hey son, uh, you know, uh, congrats, this is perfect, let me put you, uh in touch with our family jeweler and he's mm. gonna take care of you we're going to him 20 years i bother in there and it is nice uh if you're going to bring that kind of romantic the hair bought the diamond from that person and they're married together they had good experience you go back i most definitely, I want to say, give a chance to that person. Right.
2: Well, and again, respect out of her family, her family and to her family, to her family. Yeah. yeah. But, consider, but
1: consider it, consider it, consider it, and I definitely uh, it's worth to in you know that jeweler, not, you know visiting that jeweler and, and talking to them, see your option. But we're gonna expand in one. In one of the episode, how you pick your jeweler, because that's very important. Uh, one of the thing I want to say here is, I always uh, make that uh, uh, example. When I was in high school, I thought my mom is the best cook in the world because you know, like she cooked cook and the taste was so good. And then I after I. Uh, came to the states and travel around the world. I said, no, there's many, many good, <laughs> cook, better cook than my mom. Don't tell, don't tell, your mother that. Oh, my mom, shoot. God bless her. So God, her God yes. bless her. God blesses. But uh, it is true. So you, you have to try to go other people and see what it is. So that's a good thing to have. And your family jeweler from your your side or her family jeweler. But uh, this is the, you know, jeweler, it it has to be like a uh, doctor uh, or uh, something you need in your life. Referral. Referral. So you have to make, build that relationship to somebody you can trust, which we're going to go through it. And then you, you make that connection. Then you have someone you can tell them, Hey, come here. This is way more they offer and more value they offer. Uh, And uh, we explain. Who to, who to choose and um, consider many, many things.
3: Yeah, I mean, again, uh, it goes back to all the relationship and the respect. And uh, luckily, I always uh, tell my clients that, you know, with due diligence when you come to me, I'm not going to tell you do not go to any other jeweler. You know, you're, this is a free world. You can do whatever you want. But then, uh, you know, because of the, all the relationships uh, I've had with them in the last 15 years, so I would say probably about three out of four. You know, luckily, thank God, they come back to me and they respect that. And I respect it. But again, it's all about the information that you get and where you feel comfortable. You know, there's a tons of tons of information out there. It could be online. You could be walking to any stores. They're going to feed you with all this information. And you're not being familiar with this kind of information. You're very professional in your line of duty and whatever you do. But in this, we're going to be the expert. So we will feed you and then we'll put you out there to do your due diligence in your know, search, and we'll be happy, you okay. know, to guide you through the right direction.
1: Uh, considering this, uh, uh, I want to tell all the listener, there was a survey on not a website, which 80% of guys, they were, didn't know anything about engagement rate and diamond when they're p- purchasing. 20% previously bought them, so you get them. They already went through this, or they know a little bit. So it, this is something uh, need to be. You need to learn, as I said uh, in the other episode. Uh, what you need to do is to you get between forty percent to seventy percent. That's it, and then you can make decision. Here we uh, gonna finish. Uh, thank you so much for l- listening uh, to. Our podcast, I appreciate that we're going to try to bring value. We respect your time. At the same time, I hope you enjoy and entertain. We'd love to hear from you and we hope uh, we can visit, visit you in our store and hear uh, our sponsor, Wedding Bands Company.
2: Thank you. Have a great day. Have a good one.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Chicago's own Wedding Bands and Company where we believe marriage is too important for ordinary jewelry.